Welcome to the From Daily Podcast, where I give you a little bit of Eric Fromm and some encouragement on your personal growth journey every day. I'm your host, Lacey Delane, and I am super happy to have you for another episode of From Daily. Welcome. Hope you are doing well. This week, we are talking about the differences between acting from a place of sincere interest versus doing things because one, quote unquote, has to. Today, we're going to continue on this theme, and we're going to explore what Fromm said a little bit more in depth about productivity. Today, I'm going to read to you um, from The Essential Fromm, which was compiled and edited by Rainer Funk. Okay, so we uh, yesterday talked about activity, alienated activity, and non-alienated activity. I'm going to start... Um, by reading the last paragraph we read yesterday to give us good context, and we'll go from there. In non-alienated activity, Fromm says, I experience myself as the subject of my activity. Non-alienated activity is a process of giving birth to something, of producing something and remaining related to what I produce. This also implies that my activity is a manifestation of my own powers and that I and my activity and the result of my activity are one. I call this non-alienated activity, productive, productive activity. So his, he, what he calls productive activity is, how, is what he would call non-alienated activity. This is where productivity where actual productivity takes place. Productive, Fromm says, as used here, does not refer to the capacity to create something new or original, like an artist or a scientist may be creative in in that way. Neither does it refer to the product of my activity. So the outcome, he's not referring um, to, you know, the outcome of the activity, But he says the quality of the activity, the quality of what one is doing. So when he uses the word productive, when he the way he labels something as productive activity, he's referring to the quality of the thing. A painting or a scientific treaty may be quite unproductive, i.e. sterile. On the other hand, the process going on in persons who are aware of themselves in depth, whoop, there's that self-awareness, or who truly see a tree rather than just look at it, or who read a poem and experience in themselves the movement of the feelings the poet has expressed in words. That process may be very productive, although nothing is quote-unquote produced. He's saying... When we are interacting with something that we are, um, you know, around or surrounded by a painting, um, you know, or a person, uh, the process going on within the people, the process going in with going on within the person is what counts. It's what's happening inside the um, person who is aware of themselves who really see what's going on, um, who really experience 
the movement of the feelings that a poet um, brings to a certain poem, that, he says, is and can be very productive. Even though we don't see anything produced, quote unquote, even though we don't see a physical outcome of it. He says, Fromm goes on to say, productive activity denotes the state of inner activity. So the way Fromm defines productive activity is that there's something going on inside of you when you're engaging in that activity. If there's nothing going on inside of you, then he says, doesn't matter what physically, uh, objectively comes out of it. If there's an object or if there's a thing that comes out, it doesn't matter. That doesn't define whether it was a productive activity or not. From, from says, productive activity denotes the state of inner activity. It does not necessarily have a connection with the creation of a work of art, of science, or of something. Productiveness is a character orientation all human beings are capable of to, this, to the extent that they are not emotionally crippled. This is big. He's saying you can really, genuinely, and in a live way connect to things in life um, and have a productive uh, orientation towards life, everyone can. They're able to do it. It's an innate human characteristic. It's an innate human ability. And it is only restricted to the extent that a person is not, uh, that a person is emotionally crippled. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> it means, I mean, I guess what I take from this is that I think most people, I, well, I think it's easy to see that most of how society is evaluated on whether it's productive or not is based on whether something physical comes out of the work that is done. And that makes me think that many of us are emotionally crippled because we mostly aren't in the space of being productive as a character orientation um, of like really experiencing and being present and having activity go on within us that is genuinely connected to what we are doing. I'm thinking specifically of work. Um, the assembly line is a good example. I think most people... Um, aren't really excited about going to work every day. They're not going to, you know, do it on a day that they wouldn't have to. Um, and part of the reason for that is that there is no deep connection inside of them to what they are doing. And that, uh, Frome says, is a very important part of human beings uh, thriving and flourishing. Okay. Um, productive persons animate whatever they touch. They give birth to their own faculties and bring life to other persons and to things. Have you ever met someone like this that you're just like, wow, you are so different. You just, you know, you just get this positive energy from them. They, they bring life wherever they go. Um, people enjoy their presence. We're attract, people are attracted to them, not in a sexual way, but just in general. Rome says, activity and passivity can each have two entirely different meanings. 
Alienated activity in the sense of mere busyness is actually passivity in the sense of productivity. So this is what a lot of modern society is based on. Um, alienated activity because it's just busyness, busy, do, 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 do. But we're not really connected. We're not really related to what we're doing. And so he says that's actually being passive. And while passivity in terms of non-busyness may be non-alienated activity, something that looks like passivity, he's saying, it look is probably non-alienated activity. Non-alienated activity in as as that is to say something that you're doing that you're truly engaged in. This is so difficult to understand today because most activity is alienated passivity while productive passivity is rarely experienced. That's the end of what Fromm has for us today. And I would say that a good way to, to distinguish between the two of these, productive passivity, a good example of that would be like meditation, yoga, journaling, um, reading, uh, alienated passivity would be how we're going through the motions in life and not even really being present in what we're doing. So, um, yeah, I think our society is built. I think Fromm would say this. I think I feel this. I think many of us feel this about how much society is built on alienated activity, on non-productive activity, and how I think the root of a lot of our mental and emotional issues, uh, pains, uh, dysfunctions are that is pre precisely this. We are not genuinely connected to what we're doing. We aren't, um, we are alienated from what we are doing. That, that means we're just disconnected. We're doing it, but we're not really genuinely present in it. We're not there. We're not authentically interested in what we're doing. And that is not healthy for human beings. It doesn't put us in the best place um, mentally, emotionally, physically. It just is not the most um, healthy in terms of our well-being. And the sad part about it, and again, why society is sick, is that most of our society is all about alienated activity. All right, so now to our theme of self-awareness this week. So what happened yesterday? Remember our illustration of Pat and Mary? They were on their date. Um, and then Pat became not as open to share after she saw Mary wave at her friend in a red truck. Okay, so well, like it's likely that there was some trauma in the past with Pat. And guys, like real reality check, most of us have trauma. Why? Because our society is built um on non-alienated activity. I'm sorry, on alienated activity. Um, so most people have had trauma, right? Most people have had trauma. Anyway, it is likely that there was some trauma in the past with Pat that involved a red truck. And maybe when she saw the red truck, she felt scared and afraid like she did when the frightful event happened in, the, in her past. And this is likely what caused her to shut down and project the characteristics of the person who hurt her in the past with the red truck onto Mary. Pat is better able to mitigate this response when she is aware of what happened to her in the past, when she's aware of her own past and the experience with the red truck. And instead of responding to Mary 
from the pain of the past and projecting it onto her, uh, making it her fault, she could say to herself, oh, I see what's happening. I had a very hurtful experience with someone one day in my past uh, that was in a red truck. And I'm projecting negative onto Mary because of her positive relation to the person in the red truck. But that red truck uh, thing that happened to me has nothing to do with Mary and everything to do with me and my past and that other person. So I can take a deep breath and accept that feeling, but no, it really doesn't have to do with Mary. Now, that is a process for sure. It does not happen overnight. But the idea is that we know the feeling and the response is related to something else, not the person who might have had a role in eliciting it. This is the process of emotional maturity and the pathway to building healthy, happy relationships and a safe space for ourselves and our partners on the journey of life learning, growth, and development. This is also how we give birth to ourselves, as Fromm would say, coming to this place of self-awareness, making the unconscious conscious, Fromm would say. Friday, I will share with you a very personal story of an experience in which I exercised self-awareness and how it changed the outcome uh, of my life and my future. Uh, If I had responded from uh, a place of not being aware of myself, it would have impacted my future in an incredible way. And I would be much less, I can see now, I would be much less happy um, than I am today if I would have done it. So I'm really excited to share that with you on Friday. For now, I'm going to say goodbye. If you want more from content, um, Check out FromDaily.com. That's From with two M's. F-R-O-M-M-D-A-I-L-Y.com. To access our Friday episodes, become a paid subscriber of the From Daily Substacks. Paid subscribers have access to our weekly personal growth support group hosted by yours truly, Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern, live. Weekly Substack chats, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, are open to free and paid subscribers alike. I hope your day brings you lots of new experiences from which to learn and grow and you find the value in them. And regardless of where you are on your journey, I'm proud of you. You're in the process of growth and that's what counts. Oh yeah. I'm Lacey Delane signing off. See you next time on the From Daily Podcast.